This is Live On Purpose Radio, episode 531, How to Send Your Student to College Without Losing Your Mind or Your Money. Now is the only time to create and live the life you love. I'm Dr. Paul Jenkins, the positivity psychologist. My job is to connect you to powerful positive psychology principles that immediately upgrade your relationships, business, and mental health. Are you ready? Let's jump in. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Live On Purpose Radio. This is Dr. Paul, the shrink who expands your life with another episode of Live On Purpose Radio. Joining me today is Shelly Howard. She is the author of a book by the same title, How to Send Your Student to College Without Losing Your Mind or Your Money. Would you like to know how to do that? Well, you're in the right place. Welcome, Shelly, to Live On Purpose Radio. Thank you so much for having me. I look forward to our talk. Hey, you know what? You caught my attention with this title because I've had all four of my kids go to college. Um, that is quite a process. And Do you you've still made, have your mind? <laughs> I, I lost some of each during the process. Okay, my mind and my money. Actually, I'm just joking a little bit about that. My kids were really good about applying for their scholarships and, and keeping their grades up and things like that. But I, I've worked with a lot of families through my career where this comes up and they're not exactly sure how to negotiate those waters, how to how to get through that college launch. Now, you've helped a lot of families to do this. This is what you do, right? Absolutely. And so I'm excited to have you here on the show with me today to uh, maybe enlighten us a little bit about what to look out for. Mm -hmm. um, maybe you could take just a minute, Shelly, to introduce to our audience who you are and why this is so important to you. Why did you get off on this particular topic? I would love to share because as a parent, I have two biological children. I have two stepchildren and I have mothered an Italian exchange student for a year. So wow. personally in my own home, I can relate to pretty much most parents. And then I've been doing college ready now 16 years and I've had mm -hmm. hundreds, no thousands of students go through my program with worrisome parents, parents who don't want to fail their child, parents who are worried that their child is too stressed out or overwhelmed. So I love the fact that we get to put this in front of your audience to give them the, the glimpse behind the scenes and hopefully sim simplify both how to save your mind and your money, because it truly mm. is possible. A little bit about myself. I grew up in Southern California. I'm actually five generations from Southern California. Please don't hold that against me. I love, <laughs> love, love where I live. And yes, the cost of living is ridiculous. But when you know nothing else, that's just our norm. Yeah. I, I had the pleasure of raising uh, two of my children, my first 
was why College Ready got started. In eighth grade, he came home and he says, mom, I know exactly what I want to do when I grow up. And I'm like, really? Because I didn't know all the way through college. And I know a lot of adults who are still struggling with this. He's like, no, mom, I know. And I very calmly, yeah, okay, what do you want to do? Yes, I want to be a brain surgeon at a top tier school. And I remember shaking Uh. my head and holding my breath at the same time. And I went on to say, that sounds fantastic. I look forward to supporting you. And that was the end of that discussion. What I didn't realize is he was serious. It wasn't Mm. a joke to him. It wasn't uh, lightheartedness. He was really determined that's what he wanted to do. And it kind of made me curious because I was the first to go to college in my family on both sides. So going from that to a top tier doctor was like, what in the world? So Mm -hmm. I leaned in and, you know, this was back in 2008 and I looked for support. I looked for help. I really tried to get him help. I took him to his high school counselor and nothing against that individual. He was just a number. It wasn't that they knew him or how to support him in what he wanted to do. And they tried Mm -hmm. to convince him to not be a doctor. And it just crushed his little dream. And I got on my mommy horse, as most parents can appreciate. And I'm like, how dare they squash my child's dream? Mm -hmm. I made it my mission to figure this out for him without going through all of the deep details, because that would be multiple episodes. (laughs) (laughs) When he graduated, he had seven top tier school offers and went to Harvard pre-med, graduated without debt, decided that he's not sure about medical school for the very first time because of another five years of being poor and Uh And so he tried a job, a J-O-B, and he made really good money because he graduated from Harvard. Right. He then decided, wait, I'm not changing lives. I'm not living my purpose. I'm going to med school. So off he went. He took the MCAT, scored well. He's a good test taker. Went off to UC San Diego, come back to California, which made this mommy's heart very happy. Yes. Right? (laughs) He's on the right coast now, huh? Yeah, thinking, oh, he made it home. I survived. And he absolutely thrived in medical school. It was where he was meant to be. He loved his classes, his professors, and he figured out that he wants to be an orthopedic surgeon. He's in his second year at UCLA as an orthopedic surgeon. And as hard as he works, he said he couldn't imagine doing anything more fulfilling. So he was my why. And, Mm -hmm. you know, as a parent, we have to help our kids to the best of our ability. And I gave it 110%. And then when he had that success, everybody's like, I want help. Can you help my kid? And I'm like, sure. And so I was helping everybody because I loved it and I loved to help. And I'm like, wait a minute. I could help a lot more kids if this is what I could devote my career to. Mm -hmm. And that's what I did. And so we're now going on year 16 and I love my job. I could never imagine anything I'd love to do more. Wow. 
Yeah. I, I love your story for so many reasons, Shelley. I mean, we have our experiences in life and we just kind of muddle around and try to find our answers. And, and when we do, those answers are valuable not only to us, but to a vast number of other people who are going through the same things and they don't have to go reinvent the wheel because you've figured some things out along the way. For sure. I love that. And you've helped a lot of parents and a lot of kids now to bridge that gap between um, high school. Now, you mentioned the high school counselors, and I think they're doing the best that they know how to do with what they have. But like you said, they don't know your child. They are they are definitely not the number one advocate for your child. I think they can be an advocate, but who's a better advocate than the parent? Yeah. The parent, you know, wow. there's that certain thing that's underneath it all of you just, you want them to be happy. And I, I often tell families right. getting into college is not the end game. No. Getting through college with a career that they can self-sustain and be happy, adults, that's the end game. Mm. So the counselor, right, doesn't have the motivation. They're trying to get your kid to graduate high school. That's what they get evaluated on. And that's what I try to help families understand. And most of the time, they're overworked and underpaid. And it's just how the system is. So you know, again, I'm not bashing anything about that. I'm just saying, if you want to truly lean in and help your child, you can either do it as a parent and spend 20 to 30 hours a week on top of your career, which is what I did. Which you you did. Yes. And then I went back to school and I got my uh, independent college certification. So I am now a certified independent college consultant. And I've toured 25 colleges a semester for the first five years of my career. So it is truly changing all the time. COVID Mm. changed the college admissions process huge. Every time, Mm. every four years, we get real shooken up and, you know, test optional. Is it really optional? And the finances and can you really go to college and I always tell parents there's a ton of money. You may not know that it's there, but there are 11 colleges that are tuition free, which means all you have to do is work. And last year I had 51 seniors who earned over $17.6 million in scholarships. Wow. That's a lot of money. Try to do the stock market and make that much money, right? (laughs) Yeah. And it's an investment in the future of these young students. Absolutely. So the money is there. It's just how do we get it? And at the time, I was a single mom with a son saying, I want to go to Harvard. And I'm like, I can't afford $63,000 a year. And that was then. Now it's $80,000. i am like, I I have another child that I need to get through this process. So I had to not only figure out how to get him in, but how I was going to pay for it. Right. And I was a middle-class person in Southern California, which as you know, just to live here is pretty exhausting to pay for. So I like families who feel frustrated that there's no 
win for them. They don't, you know, they're not in poverty, so they're not going to get Pell Grants or Cal Grants or whatever grant they want. And they're, they make too much money to get need, but yet they don't make enough to just write a big old check. So I, mm-hmm. I'm really, my mission is to help a million families understand that this is an opportunity that they too can tap into, but it's like doing your own taxes, right? It's like, oh, mm-hmm. there's a lot of tax code, right? I don't know yeah. if I want to know all that tax code or you hire a CPA and they do it all for you and save you, hopefully, thousands and thousands of dollars. Right. You mentioned something. We kind of breezed right over it here, but I want to come back to it. And it's that mentality. So here you were, single mom, trying to get by, trying to pay the bills, and there's this huge price tag on your son's dream. Yeah. And you knew that. And so it's easy to say, I can't afford that. Now, I'm going to go psychologist on you here, Shelly. Okay. Because as soon as our brain latches on to, I can't, it flips a little switch to the off position. (laughs) Okay, because what's the next step after I can't? Nothing. There isn't one. Now, Mm -hmm. what if we were to adjust that just ever so slightly? And instead of saying I can't afford it. And if you're listening to this podcast right now and you're thinking Harvard, yeah, that would be nice. But I can't afford that. See, your brain turns off. But what if we just shift that a little bit? How can I afford it? Okay, now what's your brain doing? It wants it. It wants it. And it's going to seek it. This is this is about not losing your mind in the process. You can turn your mind off, too. And your mind doesn't serve you if you turn it off. Because there's no next step after I can't. But when we go to how can I and turn it into a question, now you've just invited your mind to be open to some possibilities. Mm-hmm. And I think what I'm hearing you tell us here today, Shelly, is that yes, there are possibilities. Mm-hmm. And there are experts like yourself in the field who have put in the time and done the research and, and know what the resources are. And you can engage the services of those good people to save you a whole lot of time and probably a whole lot of money. Absolutely. The other part I would add to that is if somebody tells you it's not possible, they may not know it's possible. So you have to be careful with who you surround yourself with, because the, 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 the person who told my son, you know, don't waste your time or money being a doctor, it's not worth it anymore. If he would have taken that and said, wow, I guess it's not worth it anymore his life would have been very different. I said to him, that's her opinion. She doesn't know you as well as I do. And I believe that it is a wonderful opportunity for you to live out your purpose. The other part about who you seek help from is not the high school counselors don't know how much you do or don't make. Therefore, they can advise you what is a good return on investment of university. So Mm -hmm. they may say, hey, you're good at math. Go to MIT 
and be an engineer. But if you can't afford MIT or you don't want to be an engineer, that also makes your brain shut off. Like, well, wait a minute, I can't do what I want to do. So we actually do in our program vision boards where the kids put the dream school in front of them that they look at every single day. Mm-hmm. And we help them to see, yes, it is a possibility until the school tells you it's not. And what is that going to hurt? As long as they understand if they get in, how will they pay for it? And is that a good return on investment? Because not every co- not every student, one, wants to go to Ivy League or it makes sense for them to go to Ivy League. So I don't say that every student should go that path. My second child, right? Her dream school was University of Alabama. And I'm like, what in the world? Why do you want to go to Alabama? And she goes, duh, mom, the football. And I'm thinking, (laughs) oh, you're going to play football. And she's like, mom, I'm not going to play. And so we have this. Roll tide. (laughs) Right? We had this fun discussion of her why. And she said, I want that experience of going to college at a big football school. And I said, yeah, but that's out-of-state tuition. I don't know how we're going to do that. And she said, well, if I get a full-ride scholarship, can I go? And I said, absolutely, let's go get it. And she did. Yeah. And so who was going to stop her? Not me. You've made a really good point here too, Shelley, that it's not about the name or the prestige or anything else. It's it's really more about the why. Mm-hmm. What is it that I want to accomplish with my life? And, and what's my why? I think if you have a strong enough why, you can figure out all the hows. Yeah. And it might be that your why or your child's why is better served by that community college just down the street than it is by Harvard University in Boston. Yeah. And, and they're both available. Mm-hmm. And there's there's a path to either one. But it's not about, you know, trying to trying to force the issue or make it fit when it when it doesn't match the why. Absolutely. Most families don't realize that Not every university has every major. I was just on a call this morning and this young lady said she wanted to go to Stanford. I'm like, I love Stanford. Wonderful university. What do you want to major? And she said business. And I showed her, I pulled it up and I'm like, they don't have business as a major. So you would have to go there as an MBA, but they don't have it as an undergrad. And she was shocked. Her whole dream was to go to that school, but it wasn't a good school because it didn't have the major that she wanted. So a lot of times there's this huge outage because nobody is educating the student. You know, if you want to be a botanist, does it make sense to go to USC or Duke Mm -hmm. to be a botanist? I don't know. It's not my money, but return on investment wise. I don't know if that's the best fit for that education. Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with being a botanist, but I also like students have a good return on investment of their education. Social work, psychology are other places that are so important, but not always the place you get the big dollars straight out of college. 
How far in debt do you want to go before you realize, I'm going to be working for free for a long time. (laughs) (laughs) So it's really, you know, getting into a bit of financial literacy. It's getting into, there's no job called psychology when they get out of school in the newspaper. They're Mm -hmm. like, there's no jobs. I'm like, yeah, because there's no psychology job you have to go on or do something with so it's it's all about educating and that's the part of losing the mind that I speak to in the book it's if you can figure that out first and then pick the college and pick the major and pick the career starting with the core values starting with the passions the advocacy starting with the human being and then finding the perfect college match, all of the rest is easy. The hard part comes from getting clear on what is that plan that they want to accomplish. Right. And then working backwards from the desired goal to, okay, how do we get there? Yeah. It's funny that you mentioned psychology, Shelley. Obviously, that hits close to home for me. And I started college as a chemical engineering major because I was really good at the math and science. And that's uh, we in my high school, we didn't even have a psychology class. So I didn't have any introduction to it. But what do you do if you graduate at the top of your class and you're really good in math and science? Well, you go into engineering. So I just did it because I thought that was what I was supposed to do. After that first year of college and taking some time off for a volunteer missionary experience, I came back with a better understanding of what I wanted and what was a good fit for me. And I switched my major to psychology at that point. But you're right. You can't get a job in psychology. If you get an undergraduate degree in psychology, it prepares you really well for one of two things. You can go to graduate school or you can sell used cars. (laughs) (laughs) I never put it that way, but I can see your point. (laughs) And so I went to graduate school. I went through and got my Ph.D. And and now I, I run my own enterprise. Um, which there's a whole story behind that as well. But um, I appreciate, Shelly, that you're getting back to the purpose. Mm -hmm. In fact, my practice is called Live on Purpose, right? That's This is Live on Purpose Radio. Mm -hmm. Um, Live on Purpose, meaning you have a purpose Mm -hmm. and that you engage in that purpose intentionally. It's kind of a double meaning. But that helps to steer everything else. I'm wondering, as we get to um, kind of the conclusion of our conversation here today, Shelley, I'm wondering what you would recommend to a parent or a young student listening to this podcast mm-hmm. about what steps would be would be the best to take if they're wondering how to move forward with this. Where Where would you send them first? Well, I'm happy to gift your listeners a free copy of my book. And I I, I wrote the book. Wonderful. Um, all they have to go do is go to freebook.collegeReadyplan.com. 
and they can get a free copy of my book. I call that the foundation. Think of like building a structure. If the foundation is solid, the structure will stand. So Mm -hmm. the simple, easy thing, get a free copy of that book. The second, right? The second thing is I'm happy to gift your listeners 30 minutes of my time to deep dive on what this looks like for your family. And so that is so important because if you start out the wrong path, you could get yourself in frustration, overwhelm very quickly, and then it costs you your mind and your money. (laughs) Get clarity early and build the foundation and start the structure solid. You save your mind and more importantly, you save your money. So those are the two things that I would recommend starting with. And then lastly, have a fun conversation at the dinner table. Ask your middle or high school student this question. If I gave you a million dollars cash and you had 24 hours to spend it, or you gave it all back to me, you had to give it all back to me, what would you do with it? You will learn about everything that's upstairs for them right now. Mm, They would buy yachts and airplanes and take their friends on very long cruises. And there's a lot of disconnect. And that is a wonderful place to start as a parent to dissecting how do I help support what it is that they want for their future. Mm. You can tell what's really important to people in those kinds of experiments. Mm -hmm. Um, I've, I've long felt that you can tell what's important to a person through two different documents, their calendar and their checkbook. (laughs) How are they spending their time? How are they spending their money? But to, to project, if you had unlimited time and resources, what would you do with that? Mm -hmm. Um, Interesting question. Okay. So free book dot college ready plan.com. That's where people can connect to to a free copy of how to send your student to college without losing your mind or your money. Absolutely. And that's where the the basis is. And then um, people can find you through that as well. For sure. Um, Or they can go to the website and schedule a discovery call that fits into their family schedule. And the website is collegereadyplan.com collegereadyplan.com. Just remember, folks, you heard heard it from Shelly here on the show. Let her know where it came from so that she'll know that you're coming from Live On Purpose Radio, and she's going to take care of you. It is so valuable to have people who have already traveled the path, who have done the homework, who have solved the problems already that we're dealing with. And Shelly, it's so generous of you to offer our listeners both the book and some of your time to help get them clear on how they can move forward with this. Thank you so much for joining us here today at Live On Purpose Radio. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. All right, you guys, you've heard it. You've probably thought of ways to apply it. It's time now to go live on purpose. Did you get what you came for? Give yourself the gift of taking real action on what you realized today. Please share this episode with someone you know would value it and leave us a rating too. It's time now to live on purpose. <laughs>